0: One offer per account. Offer subject to change. $12.99 per month value. Offer valid for new Amazon Prime members. Metro customers may notice reduced speeds versus some T-Mobile customers. Video at 4 p. Capable device required. See store for details and terms and conditions.
1: Blog Talk Radio. Welcome
2: to the Girlfriend Network where women stay connected, with your host, Nicole. And
1: Karishma, right here on the Love Zone USA.
2: And welcome to the Girlfriend Network, and happy Monday. We are back on another Monday. Thanks for joining in, listeners, and please give us a call at three four seven five three nine five seven two nine. We have a great show tonight and happy Mother's Day to all our mothers. I hope everybody's holiday was fab. So I want to introduce my guest host tonight. Her name is Sonia Marquez and she is the author of the Kinky Chronicles and she is not unfamiliar to the show because we've had her on as a guest before, but now she's on the other side of the fence and she's co-hosting with me. Welcome, Sylvia! What's going on, Thank girl? Thank
3: you. Hey, Nicole. Hey, audience. Hey. It's So great to be back. Yes,
2: we're so happy to have you. So tell the listeners a little bit of yourself. You're author, and of you know your book, The Kinky Chronicles, which is hot. So you're gonna like this topic tonight,
3: I know. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, I am. Yeah.
2: So tell me who you are, Sonia.
3: Absolutely. I am Sonia, a.k.a. Kinky Mac of the Kinky Chronicles. I am a eroticist, and I am also – I have my own um, online sex store called um, Everything Kinky. You can find it at everythingkinky.net, and I also do consults, but – I am not at the level of our guest tonight, which I am so excited to talk to her. I'm really dig into her brain.
2: Yes, exactly. We are talking to Tayomi Morgan Najib. I hope I'm saying her name right and um she's done a lot of great things, sex coaching one oh one. Um, so um I'm excited to talk to her. <laughs> Um she, yeah, she's got a lot going on. So very interesting. She has uh videos on YouTube, so Yeah, I was watching like, those.
3: They were yeah. very interesting. Very yes. informative and She's very gorgeous.
2: And she, very and she um has a lot of viewers. She gets over mm-hmm. one million hits on some of her you know, videos. So um mm-hmm. pretty exciting. But before we talk to her, Sonia um, you're a mom,
3: correct? Yes I am. Mom's twins.
2: So twin. how was your um yes, twins? How was your mother's day? What did you do?
3: Um, I didn't do much. I honestly wanted to sleep, but I actually just went out to eat. It was fun. But I honestly think that Mother's Day should be a day where our kids are with someone else and we relax at the spa. That sounds pretty good to me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> right, I know. Because like you on Mother's Day, not all mothers get to enjoy, right? Because you still got to be responsible for the kids. I know some moms still cooked. You know, they might have went out to breakfast, but they still cook dinner or whatever. They
3: right? still to yes. be for the so, kids. Ex- Exactly.
2: Yeah. Do you have kids yet? I do. Oh, my goodness. Well, how do you want oh. this He's a grown man. Thank you. My son is 28. <laughs> yes.
3: So, wow, you, I've seen your yeah. pictures, and, and I you don't even look it, girl. God bless you. Oh, well,
2: thank you. Thank you. But, yeah, so I don't even have to worry about that. I You know, I can get the peace and everything that you're looking for. But we did go out to dinner, so it was pretty cool, you know, which is always nice because my son is doing his own thing now. So it's always nice when he wants to spend time with Mom. But that was cool. Yeah. But it was crazy, though, Sonia, because, like, I'm a low-key type of girl. I, you know, mm-hmm. I don't need all the fluff and fanfare. So I was craving for Olive Garden. Isn't that crazy? Uh, we're giving Olive yeah. Garden a plug. But I just wanted, like, <laughs> linguine, and I love their salad. So I said to my son, you know, just, you know, take me there. We could go there. And we went early because I'm like, let's go early and get in front of the crowd. Girl, we got yes. there. It was a madhouse.
3: Like, it was crazy everywhere. Oh, my
2: God. I, like, I couldn't believe it. I'm like, it's Olive Garden. And the wait was like, um, for us, it was like about 20 minutes. But some people were waiting over an hour for a table. I'm like, at Olive Garden, really, it was crazy, though. But yeah, so
3: yeah, um, that's how I was at Red Lobster. We went to two. We went to uh, one on twenty two. It was lying out the door. I was like, "Hell no, I'm hungry now." And then we went <laughs> to the caucus, <laughs> and it was like a forty five minute. Literally, it took forty five minutes to get a seat, but everything was delicious, so I was happy. Well, then it's worth
2: it, right? It was worth it to me, too, and then I came home, and I had the itis, and I had to take a nap, and, you know, yeah, so, but, yeah, so I'm, you know, I'm glad, you know, with me, it's like twofold, it's like um, bittersweet, because I'm happy for the Mm -hmm. holiday, and I love being on Facebook and seeing the moms get celebrated and recognized, but then it's sad for me, because I lost my mother some years ago and my grandmother about five six years ago so there have been times that I sit over here and I wallow in pity I'm doing better now you know um I try yeah. to think about it so much and stay active but you know mm-hmm. shout out to all the the listeners out there who have um you know yes lost their mom lost so them or lost a child right yes yes indeed indeed Wow. Or even the ones who
3: aren't so close, because I'm not close to my mom either. So shout out to all the ones who have a distance relationship No, I'm not. Oh no, we'll have to talk about that. Oh wow. Yeah, that's a different story.
2: (laughs) Yeah. That's okay. Oh wow. So, but I know she would be so proud of you. Oh, thank you. You are
3: doing your thing. Yeah. So I don't
2: know. I'm gonna pray on that for you and your mom, and hopefully one day you guys can reconnect.
3: Right? Well, thank you, Nico. And yeah, yeah, but I'm gonna keep praying that God heals your heart, girl, because I would hate to lose my grandma. That would that would oh, kill me. So I'm I'm so yeah. sorry. Oh yes, thank you.
2: So we're gonna take a break, and we're gonna listen to Nice for What by Drake, and we'll be right back, listeners, right here on the Girlfriend Network.
1: I wanna know who motherfucking representing it here tonight
4: explain Louisiana, ship Murder on the beat. Something for y'all to cut up to, you know? Yeah. Everybody get your motherfucking roll on. I don't shorty and she doesn't want no slow song. Had a man last year life goes on. Haven't let the thing loose, girl, it's so no long. You been inside, know you like to lay low. I've been people, what you bring to the table. Working hard, girl, everything paid for. First, last phone, bill, car, no cable. Put your phone out, gotta hit them angles. With your phone out, stepping like you fable. And you sure know, but it's alright. And you're showing off, but
5: it's all right.
4: Piping up on these niggas You gotta be nice for what to these niggas I understand, you got a hundred bands You got a baby band You got some bad friends High school pics, you was even bad then You ain't stressing off no lover in the past tense You already had them Work at 8 a.m., finish round five Post tall down, you don't see them out And you're showing off, but it's alright. And you're showing off, but it's alright. It's a short life. Uh-huh.
1: He's oh, yeah. Yo, yeah, yeah. boy. I'm yeah. Watch the breakdown.
4: Yo, what's up, y'all? This is Charlie Wilson, and you're listening
2: to
5: The Love Zone USA, where you can listen to your heart, and we live live and and learn.
2: And we're back right here at the Girlfriend Network. Thank you, listeners, for joining us and tuning in. Please, please call in and talk to me, Sonia, or our guests who we're going to introduce momentarily. Call us at three four seven five three nine five seven two nine and in case you didn't know we got a IG please please link up with us at the underscore girlfriend underscore network. So Sylvia so you there? Our topic tonight is sex coaching one oh one glamorotica.
3: And oh my God. we got Yes it is You're so there? Sorry.
2: Okay. All right, we're having some technical difficulties. We're good. Okay, so as I was saying, our topic tonight is Sex Coaching 101 or Glamor Monica 101. We have on the phone the beast. Oh my goodness, Tayomi Morgan Najib. I hope I'm saying your name correctly. Tayomi, are you there? Okay, while we wait for Tayomi to join us, I'm sorry, listeners, we're having some uh, difficulties going on behind the scenes. Sonia, are you still there? Monday.
3: Always. I
2: know. Okay. all right, I think she's here. So, again, let me introduce Tayomi Morgan-Najib. Um, she's a beast. We love her. She's going to provide us with some sex coaching one-on-one and talk about her channel on YouTube, one on one. Tayomi, are you there?
6: Can you hear me? Because I've heard you guys the entire time. I think oh, you're you. no. going <laughs> we I can know. hear you, beautiful. Oh, I'm right? okay. so oh. sorry. <laughs> Hi, thanks for having me How have you been? Tell us a little (laughs) bit about yourself I have been wonderful It has been a very busy year Um, On top of getting married You know, I still have a lot of um, Congrats Thank you Very, very major life transition But it didn't even really seem like It was much of an adjustment Just adding somebody completely wonderful to my life and we pretty much do the same thing. I mean, he's more so in the area mm-hmm. of love than, than sex, but what mm-hmm. we do is in complete alignment. So we been I was been just going to ask you about that too. Oh yeah. We've, we've been busy traveling, teaching classes. Um, I'm actually the resident sex birth and seminar coordinator for the Exotica Expo. And we do, three to four shows every year so um, we're preparing for our next show in Chicago coming up June 8th through the 10th we just finished Denver right after Denver we went to Europe to teach in London and to throw an event in Paris so we've been all over the place doing a lot I mean it's been a great year so far wonderful black
3: excellence I have a question though how did you become a expert like did you have to go to School? Did you have to get a degree or was it just something that you wanted to do and you were good at?
6: Well, this is the thing about sex education, the, the industry in general. It's an unregulated industry, so pretty much anybody can come along and say, hey, I'm an expert, even if they just have a little bit of knowledge. And no one's going to check them on it. Um, you do have mm-hmm. those that go to school and they get degrees in sexology or in therapy of some sort or they take some type of formalized um, sex education program, but I started my career as a model and freelance freelance writer.
3: And yeah.
6: when my career took a shift in modeling, I decided to focus on writing primarily at my father's encouragement. And I had to think about something that I could blog about every day and not get tired of and something that would actually bring substance to the world besides just blogging about makeup and fashion and stuff, which I also love. Um, And so I chose sexuality because at the time when I started my blog, I was 22, and when I started doing my research, I didn't see a lot of black women who were speaking about sex in a way that was informative, relatable, and empowering, and not just like, you know, it's okay to be a hoe, you know, which that's Mm -hmm. fine if you want to approach it that way. And there are a lot of people out there who just don't subscribe to that type of messaging. So I wanted Mm. to represent couples, women specifically, and uh, black women specifically in a way that um, they wouldn't feel intimidated by. Because so many people have issues with sex and relationships. And I just thought, all right, instead of me complaining about not having someone to look up to, let me... Just jump in this thing and be the voice. And so I started my blog, GlamErotica101.com, in 2011, Labor Day, and um, it just took off from there. And I started my YouTube channel, had already mm-hmm. had it like created in 2010, but after I started the blog, I decided, hey, you know what? I don't see anybody actually doing sex positions and showing how to get in them, so I'm just going to start doing that. And the the channel just took off. I didn't have any expectations for YouTube, but I knew that it was a great tool to reach mm-hmm. people around the world and to grow your brand. And I said, all right, I'm going to go for it. And back then, YouTube had less censorship rules. Now it's like a whole nother beast because so many advertisers have come on and, you know, they've Put money into YouTube, so a lot has changed, Mm -hmm. but um, it's still a really good platform to use to get that worldwide worldwide reach. And are you over? Are you still able? I'm sorry.
3: Am I cutting you off?
6: Yes, it's okay though. Okay,
3: go ahead. Go ahead. Are you still able to like? Because I know, like, um, from my personal experience, it's like I find I'm really having a hard time, like in the beginning. Moving forward, writing about sex and erotica, because like a lot of people either shun you or like a lot of sites. Um, content is it is it has in this modern days? How did you, how did you get to this level? Like giving advice to hmm. young black women coming up under you who want a voice and um, want to teach sex education. How do you tell them to keep going when there's so many things blocking
6: them? Well, first of all, you have to know the market and you have to know the internet the thing about me is I've been interacting with the internet since AOL chat rooms and I've grown (laughs) with the internet. So um, I really stay on top of the changes and I look at the trends and you have to flow with how things are changing. Right now we are in a political climate where they are doing their damnedest to censor us and
1: Mm.
6: it's not fair and it's not right. And, Unfortunately, in the midst of this, we have to make changes. So the last, like, for the last year and a half, I've kind of been laying low, specifically on YouTube, because last year they did a really big sweep, uh, um, and not even just like with sexuality um, pages and stuff, but just in general where even lifestyle bloggers who were making thousands of dollars from monetizing their videos were seeing no money at all because they changed yeah. their advertising, you know, standards and stuff. And so in order for me to remain in good standing, because, like, the first few years of being on YouTube, my stuff was getting removed or flagged or, um, and it's still gets age restricted, but I've been back and forth with YouTube for a while fighting for my right to be there. And wow. um, there's way more salacious things going on on YouTube than what I post up. And exactly. yet, yet I was being targeted. And um, so it's all about playing it safe and it's all about knowing how to get around things. And it's all about being unique to your voice and being unique to who you are and remembering that this, this work that we're doing is not about being personally famous. It's about helping people. It's about healing the social consciousness the collective consciousness and shifting that consciousness and so those days where you're feeling frustrated because I have them too like my Instagram page got deactivated in February and it was at it was at 90k about to break 100k in the week when Mm -hmm. it got deactivated and I was I also had a video that was going viral at the same time Shouts out to Nigeria but you know they took my page down and so when you spend so much time building and cultivating right. your online platform um, and then someone comes along and they report something, you know, and it's like you never know who does it because they can right. do it anonymously, right?
1: Right. Yeah. come along
6: they re- and, and they, they report your stuff and then your entire platform is gone.
0: And I have right. to say
6: shout out to Twitter because I've been on Twitter since December 2008. And I've never had any problems with Twitter as far as them uh, banning any of my work or blocking anything that I do. And I'm verified on Twitter, which is great, because that blue check goes a long way. Um, But Mm -hmm. every other platform, like my Facebook page got hacked last year. And uh, I had that page since 2006. And I haven't been able to get the page back, even though I can see the activity going on on that page. So, Stuff like this happens, and people also steal your content, you know. So it's a savage world out there on the Internet, and you have to be on top of your intellectual property. And um, I actually look at Kim Kardashian, and I'm like, the Kardashians have such a monopoly over their image, and they know how to market themselves, and they know how to do it in a way that is tasteful and alluring. As much as people don't like them, I'm like they have a great model, and if it's not broke, don't fix it. So I'm actually in the process of having an app developed right now, so that way. Yeah, the kink I, app, right? No, that's actually a, a kink, a mobile kink community, something like Tinder, but just for people who are kinky. I'm just advertising the app, but my app is the Glamorotica 101 app. So it's basically my blog, but the 2.0 version and it makes it easier for people to access the content that I have and also keep up with me because I do a lot. I move around a lot. I have a lot of content out there and a lot more content that I want to produce. But, you know, now with all this censorship stuff, it's really difficult to do things the the way that I want to do them. So I have to live somewhere where I'm not going to be censored because it's just too risky now to put stuff up.
2: not to interrupt you, but what what is the problem? Because I looked at your videos; they're like nice, clean. Like you're fully dressed. I I, I don't know what is what, what is the the simulation of sex that they don't like? Is there a certain word that they don't like?
6: Because like you, yeah, I don't know.
2: I don't see I what the big deal know. is. Like,
6: <laughs> I, I've yeah. never known. It's just it's one of those things where again. They give the community members way too much power, and when they flag stuff, of course, it's a human that has to go and um, look into the videos and then they make a decision. So I'm happy right. on YouTube, like currently, that my work is just simply being age-restricted, which from, from now on, that's what I have to do with certain videos. And I have videos mm-hmm. that I filmed, and they're in queue. And I haven't even put them up yet because I'm like, I just don't know oh, wow. what they're going to do with this. And, 2 I'm just waiting for the app to be finalized so that way I can serve, you know, use that as a funnel to draw people to where the real content is. Because at this point, the most that I feel I can do um because even if I'm wearing, like, I could be fully clothed, and then they're like, oh, it's violates the terms or
1: whatever, right. or
6: it's, you know, not suitable for all for all right. mm. Um. I mean, my stuff comes up in public search all the time on YouTube. So there are young kids that sometimes come on the page, and honestly, some of them are actually looking for the content because they're having sex. <laughs> so right. It's one of those <laughs> things where it's like, it's just another form of, of censorship, and I find that women of color specifically get targeted, um, especially if you have uh, a certain sense of confidence, I feel, or if you're not uh, packaged commercially where your sex appeal isn't, quote-unquote, offensive. And I don't know. I don't get not Try to get too deep into that stuff and trying to figure out why I'm just like, all right, let me just go another way. You have to be very solution based when you work in this field, because again, you think you can put up something and it's tasteful. And then the next moment it's, right. it's down. And then one thing that they also do is they have a way of, uh, I guess you can say kind of like restricting your posts to where mm-hmm. the visibility isn't as um, the visibility isn't as high. Like they've been filtering out certain content for particular pages. I have a friend who works in the industry too, and she was saying that one of her followers was saying that Facebook was asking if, if her posts were appropriate or not. So they do their filtering, and this is why you have to really be aware of what's going on with these websites. Everybody's updated their terms and service of service within the last two weeks and changed their, you know, models and stuff like that. And so it's it's a thing. And people in the industry, everybody's been talking about it. Everybody's been figuring out ways to get around it, and then also advocating for. Being paid for what we do Because even though we're on social media And we put out a lot of information We're not just doing this For our health or the public's health We also do this because It's a livelihood And Mm -hmm. sometimes people don't Understand like You sliding in my DM is not Is not proper To get advice from me Because this is something that I do As a career And I'm not giving you advice for free if you really care <laughs> about what it is that you need help with you would invest in yourself because you're not going to go to your gynecologist or your primary care physician or your dentist and be like oh yeah so mom, um, can you uh fix me up for free can you give me some meds for free can you fill this cavity for free no right you go in there knowing that you have to pay a premium or, or you have to have insurance or you have to pay cash out of your pocket Yet, when it comes to life coaches and individuals who choose to work in the healing arts, people don't respect our craft. They mm-hmm. say, oh, because they're accessible online, I can just send them a message and
1: mm-hmm.
6: vomit all of my issues onto them and then get an answer back. No. That's right. takes way too much energy. And too much time, and it's actually disrespectful of the work that we put in to amass all the information that we need to um, pass on in order to help people save time. That's really what it is. It's like you could go on Google and find this information, or pick up some books and read them yourself. But because you want the cheat code, you come to us. So respect the craft and pay what we, we what we are saying is our rate because. This is therapy. It's in the form of life coaching, mm-hmm. but it's still therapy. And you would not go to a traditional therapist and say, oh, give me a free session. <laughs> you wouldn't do that. Yeah. No. Well,
2: hold on, Tayomi. We're going to take a break. We've got to pay the bills. You are giving us so much info. We love this. But we're going to go to Cardi B, and we'll be right back with more with Tayomi.
1: I like stunning, I like shining, I like million dollar deals with my pen, bitch I'm signing. I like those Balenciagas, the ones that look like that I like going to the TuLa, I put rocks all in my watch. I like sexes from my exes when they want a second chance. I like proving niggas wrong, I do what they say I can't. They call me body body it, body, spicy mommy hot to Mali, hotter than a Sa Mali fuck. Hop up the stool, jump in the coop 50-4 on top of the roof fixing on bitches as hard as I can Eating halal, driving a lamb So that bitch, I'm sorry, though Drop my coins like Mario Yeah, they call me Cardi B I run this shit like cardio Diamond, bitch, you district in the tank hey. They're fine.
5: Comprar todas las joyas, a mí me la regalan. I in the club. What you have in the bank? This is the new in bank. In latino gang, gang, yeah. Está toda cerveza. Yeah. Espera que en el club se tenga mucha grasa. Damos de la cuchipa dentro de casa, yeah. Cabrón, así no se conocen ni en plaza. El diablo me llama, pero Jesucristo me abraza. Guerrero, como Edi, que viva la raza, yeah. Me gustan boricos, me gustan cubanas. Me gusta el acento de la colombiana. a
6: This is Mesa. When I want to be loved good, I spend my evenings with Mike T on the lovezoneusa.com. He knows how to love you right.
3: Well, 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 we are back, ladies and gentlemen, here on the Girlfriend Network. We are still talking about sex coaching one-on-one with our guest, sexpert, Taomi. And if you have any questions for her, make sure you call in at 347 539 Five seven two nine. Natasha, are you still here with us, all? I am. Great. So I have I have another question for you, my love. Before this night is over, I just wanted to ask you um a few questions about your your coaching. How do you um how you how you do your coaching and any advice? What's your number one advice? And what is an uh, actual, like, session? Start with that advice and then go to the session. I'm really curious.
6: <laughs> well, my advice, I guess, for anybody that's looking to be coached is to be prepared to do the work. Your coach is not going to do the work for you. Your coach mm-hmm. is simply there to be a guide. And um, your life is not going to change and you're not going to okay. see the results that you desire if you're not willing to put in the work and actually apply what your coach is suggesting. And then for those who are looking to get into coaching, the best advice that I would give is to determine what your voice is and what types of people you want to coach. Because there are a plethora of um, options out there for people that actually focus on there's so many different demographics and there are so many underserved demographics yet it seems that everyone is clamoring for the spot of coaching um, like heteronormative relationships and there's Mm -hmm. so many nuanced uh, demographics out there so find your niche and find also find your voice how do you want to coach you know, I have several different ways that I coach people, whether it's phone calls or video coaching or via email or uh via the work that I do with Cashless dot com or articles I've posted in the past on ebony dot com or blackdoctor dot org mm-hmm. and um the numerous podcasts that I do, I mean I give out a lot of coaching for mm-hmm. free through That's amazing. you know through YouTube and through social media. So I'm, you know, coaching the masses, but then people always come and they always have deeper questions that primarily yes. pertain to their own specific situations. And everyone pretty much has the same issues, but everyone feels that because of the emotions that they personally attach to something, that somehow their issues are completely different. And they're not. It's, it's usually the same stuff. So mm-hmm. when when people come to me with nuanced questions and they they want specific answers, um, that's where that one on one time comes in. But a lot of what I do is, you know, done via the internet and via social media and then also, you know, the events that I do. Yes, we'll get
2: into that. But tell me, what is like the, the main complaint? that, you know, why people seek your advice or your um, expert uh, advice? Is it because they're bored in the bedroom or is it because they want to know more about um, different sexual positions? Um, What what do you think or what do you know?
6: People just don't know in general, you know. Like the average person coming to me, they have something really specific that they're asking about, and it's just a lack of knowledge that they have. Um, and with women, it always seems that they're trying to learn how to do something for their men, and the issue really is that they should be learning how to do things for themselves and putting their own pleasure first. And um, for me, mm. it's, oh, how do That's I last true. longer?
0: How Absolutely. do I last
6: longer? Or How do I make her orgasm And that's one thing that men have to Realize too is that you can't make Anyone do anything if anything you're just Assisting her on the Journey that her body is going through And um, Men are not knowledgeable and women aren't either Of female sexual Anatomy and how female Bodies work and men don't even Know how their own bodies work and men are Extremely disconnected from their own bodies And the average man is sexually immature. So there's just a lot of um, ignorance, sexual ignorance that in the world. And it's no one's fault because this is how society has set it up to be, especially Western civilization. Um, in the East, you know, sex used to be very much so rooted within mm-hmm. spiritual practice. And that's where Tantra comes from. Uh, but throughout the years with, you know, religion coming in and yada, yada, they've, they've created this concept that, you know, the mind and the body are separate from the spirit and sexuality and, you know, it's just one big mess now. So, and it's not getting better, and that's the, that's the hard part. Like, I'm a part of the National Coalition for Sexual Health, and our job is to assist the public and to provide the public with ways to care for their sexual health. And as much work as we do, as much press as we get, as much influence that we have, it's still like fighting an uphill battle because for everything that we put out, there's something else that is either misinformation or there's censorship trying to block um, the information that's being put out there. So it's just like the blind leading the blind and a lot of trauma centered around sexuality in general. And you mm-hmm. have to start there first with um, facing that trauma and being willing to uh, admit that they don't know what they're doing and admit that there are things that they want to change before we can actually change it. People people on uh, Twitter all the time make comments about things, and I'm like, you don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> that I have to come in and, you know, put my two cents in, which isn't an opinion. I'm coming from facts. And then it's like cricket because they never knew this stuff. I put up a tweet one time about Montgomery glands, which are located around the areola and they're sebace- sebaceous glands basically to help moisturize the nipple. And it's really, they're, they're used for breastfeeding so the baby can, you know, feel and know where the nipple is and so that the nipple doesn't crack and get hard and, you know, bleed mm-hmm. and stuff. And people didn't know that what they were. People were like, oh, I thought mm-hmm. these were pimples. Oh, I thought I was dying. Oh, I thought I had cancer. And I'm like, wow, really? You guys don't know? Mm-hmm. Stuff? I mean, mm-hmm. but I understand. I mean, it's not like they're going over anatomy of a breast in physiology or biology in school. And sex education in America is non existent, no, pretty
2: not. much. Absolutely so. not. I remember when I was in school, oh my God, it was so ridiculous when I think about it. I'm a lot older than you women, but back in my day, they would divide the girls from the boys and in separate classrooms, and then they would show the boys one specific video and then they would show the girls another specific video and the girls, you know, it showed the vagina, it talked about the different parts, administration and the boys I don't even know what the hell they showed, but it was just ridiculous, (laughs) you know, it was cartoon characters and little diagrams and it's just like what the hell remember we were sniffing and chuckling because we were so excited and then it's like okay this is so dry and a lot of us even knew more than what the video was offering at that time anyway like come on
6: (laughs) exactly um
2: i'm hoping things have progressed a little bit more since then but um you know it is you're right you um people are very uptight about the subject they continue to be i'm thinking about my own family like my own mom would die (laughs) Like, if I did what you did, my mother would die, my grandmother would chastise me, they probably would, would disown me, and I'm just like, you know, everybody just needs to chill, and let everybody yeah. be who they are, express who they want to be, I don't care if you're gay, homosexual, whatever, you know, just, like, how how does that affect you, or why are you so upset, what is the problem, but... You, you know
6: what it is? It's, you know, we are all reflections of each other. And so when people see a reflection of themselves that they have not yet connected with, these feelings are coming up in them of upset because it's really their soul saying, hey, there's this thing within you that's causing a block from you connecting with that version of yourself, and it needs to be healed. But people don't look at it those uncomfortable feelings as stuff coming up to be healed. They look at it as being yeah. offensive and an attack on themselves, and so then they attack you. And um, that's, that's one thing I yeah. learned very early on online. is like you can't fight with trolls, and you can't fight with people hmm. who are hurting. And as I continue to go through my uh, tantric studies toward certification, the one thing that I've developed even more is empathy, because I realize that the world is just hurting. And and mm. all of these people are really reaching out for help and love, and they want to connect. They just don't know how. And a lot of people have identified with the traumas that they've experienced in their lives. And so in healing that trauma, you have to give up that identity. And for some people, they don't know what it's like on the other side of that, and that's scary. So as much as they do have a desire to move forward, it's ego that's holding them back. So, you know, this this work that we do is a lot deeper than what people think because even when people come to me and they ask me for advice, they think that this sex position or this pill or this stretch or this stroke is going to save their relationship. And it's like, well, this this may work for you in the moment, and it's deeper than what you think it is because there's a mentality behind this that needs to be healed before any of this stuff is going to work. Because if you and your partner are not on the same page and if you're not connected, nothing you do is going to work. So. Right,
2: right. Oh, that's great advice. Naomi, I can see we're going to have to have you back because there's so much. There's so many questions we want to ask you. There's so much we want to talk to you about. But just shifting gears a little bit because we've been chuckling about this. Um, I saw the article today. I don't know if you saw the article. Did you see the article about DJ uh, Khalid or Khalid, whatever his name is? Khalid.
5: Was... Yeah,
2: thank you. <laughs> but Did you see that article, Tayomi, where this man says that he doesn't do oral sex because he's a king and it's not king things? And, yeah, the women should do oral sex all day long, but the men, uh, no. I'm like, is he crazy? I think you should talk to him. Like what is going on with him? Like how can
6: you even survive in today's world and not get oral sex? Who is doing that? Well, I know a lot of people that I know a lot of people that's not doing it and it's, that's a deal it's actually breaker. it's a deal breaker, it may be for you and for a lot of people, but it's actually okay. And yeah, I mean, some of the things that he said were very childish. I mean he as um, like I said, most men are sexually immature. And um he actually was on the breakfast club saying these things and people like, you know, started responding. But one thing I like to tell my clients and the people who follow me is that just because it is available does not mean that it's something for you. Some people are just not attracted to giving head. They just aren't. And the one thing we have to remember specifically as educators too is that, um, not to cast judgment on people's sexual preferences and what they are naturally inclined to do and the things that they don't want to do. Everyone isn't going to be kinky. Everyone isn't going to want to go down. Everyone's not going to want to get on top or experience threesomes or stuff like that. Some people are fine in their vanilla world, and they might choose to spice it up by adding a toy here or there, Um, and that's okay. Like, I, I tell people all the time, if this is something that you don't want to do, don't feel pressured into doing it simply because everybody else is appearing to do it. Just because it's an option doesn't mean you have to do it. You do what you feel most inclined to do and what brings you the most pleasure. And if it doesn't bring you pleasure to do something, you don't have to do it. So my take on it is completely different than the average uh, woman specifically because I'm not attached to getting head or giving head uh as much as I do enjoy giving and receiving, I'm completely Mm -hmm. unattached to it um, because I'm not always going to be in the mood. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, (laughs) (laughs) I I just feel like everybody has, everybody has their lineage and for some people going down is a hard no. And that's okay. We got to respect that. Yeah. Well, I think his response was like the yeah. more disgusting
3: part about it. Yeah, it's, where he was part, just like, "I'm the king." The,
6: yeah, that part where he was like, "Appreciation yeah. is how you like that meal that right. that I just cooked the this house she living in." I was like, "What does that right. have to do with going down?" They <laughs> well, mm-hmm. completely circumvented that, and really, it was like. He used that whole idea of being the breadwinner and providing as a reason why he is uh, he should be omitted from having to go down. Yet he, he should have right. just said, it's something that I don't like to do, and I prefer not to do it, and I like when I it, it happens to me. I like to receive, but I don't like to give. He could have kept it at that right. instead of like. That's true. Throwing in the whole "I'm a man and I provide" thing—that has nothing to do with your sexual preferences, my man. But again, exactly. just because you are famous and you have money, people know who you are, does not mean that you are in tune with your sexuality and you have the the words to know how to communicate about your sexuality in a way that makes sense. The average person does not have those tools, and as educators and as coaches. It is our job to assist them with that, to have the the tools to give them so that they can navigate the space and communicate what they need and communicate the things that they don't want, too.
2: Absolutely. And I imagine he's probably got some insecurities within himself as well, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Right. And coming from his
6: culture, I mean, I don't know how deep he, I don't know if he's Islam or anything like that, I don't know what his religious standing is, but he's he a Muslim, is a yeah. thing. Yeah, so if he's Muslim, most definitely he's not going down. I mean, that's the thing too, especially when right. um, you are rooted in certain cultures and religions, like uh, Rastafarians. They don't they don't do that either, and no, a lot of Caribbean they and they don't they don't do it. Yeah, so yeah. that's why I say we can't judge them harshly because. If if their spiritual practice is very much rooted in, um, if if they have a deep spiritual practice, and there are certain things, actually, that they're just not going to connect with. And right. we can preach to them all day, every day, like, oh, you're not going to go to hell. This is just what it is. It's like, if that's what they believe, it's not for us right. to change their mind. It's for us just to respect their faith and right. to also let them know, like, It's okay if you do this thing, and if you want to use your religion as a reason why you don't want to do it, that's fine, too. You have that autonomy.
2: Right, but say that. Like you said, like I would respect that. I don't don't do that because, you know, it goes against my culture or my religious beliefs. Okay, but, you know, to say what you said. Like you said, which, which is totally off point and not even on tangent. Like, how are you comparing me paying bills to going down? Like, <laughs> are you just saying you're superior to women you're mm-hmm. man and we should He didn't know
6: pay. what mm-hmm. to say. He got thrown it off. Is, honestly, idiotic. I, I feel right. like he he first of all, of course, is sexually immature, and then secondly, you know, sexually immature in his communication. Like, he doesn't have the words to communicate this stuff. And then, two, he got thrown off. Like, I'm pretty sure. He didn't expect to go on the breakfast club and get asked that question. I don't even know how it came up. Like, I feel like now I have to go watch the entire video. uh, I didn't know that was even there. So thank you. I'm going
2: to check that out. I've only saw the interview.
6: So I have a question.
2: (laughs)
3: Uh (laughs) It's going to be really, really personal. I don't want to offend you, but what is your personal sexual preference? Since we are talking about sexuality and hard um, limits, what is your – your sexuality heterosexual bisexual um what is it when you like people and not sexuality what is it
6: um asexual i'm sorry
3: yes yes not asexual but it's like pan you said did you say pan or a pansexual yes
6: well if you don't have sexual desires at all that's asexual if you're pansexual yeah. you're kind of just open to everything and yeah. you know i don't really like to use all these labels and terms and stuff because i feel like with labels and terms comes like conditions and judgments and, um, preconceived expectations. Um, uh, but okay. I am, I just say I'm a lover. Like I am mm-hmm. into people, mm-hmm. I, I found myself, um, being attracted to trans people, women, men, um, queer, whatever, like, cause I'm attracted to energy. And mm-hmm. so that's what I go off of more than anything. And especially now that I am doing more work, more spiritually inclined work through Tantra, I'm very conscious of who I share my energy with
1: mm-hmm. because I'm not
6: trying to go backwards in the work that I'm doing on myself. So I'm, I'm open, and I am a person that enjoys to experiment. I like to play. I am a kinky person, and mm-hmm. I like to explore my kinks. Um, I enjoy group sex. I enjoy watching people. I, yeah, I mean, I'm open like that. And also at the same time, very conscious of the people at this point in my life. Because I can't say in the past I was always so conscious. But at this point in my life. My husband is open. I would say he He's open, and he's learning a lot in being with me because he grew up in Islam. He is Muslim. So um, most of his life he was celibate. And it's beautiful to be with somebody who I can express myself with, and we both have been finding out that we share a lot of the same kinks. So he is with someone who he can express himself with without judgment and without defenses. And likewise am I. I mean, we, we had threesomes within the first year of our relationship. It was something he always wanted to experience. I had already experienced them, and, um, you know, it was, it was great. And so we just have, like, this whole life ahead of us of other kinky and sensual experiences, and I'm looking forward to and I'm sure he is too.
2: That's wonderful. Tayomi, we are almost out of time, but we want you to, again, let our listeners know where they can find you. Um, Tell us how to find you on social media, your website, your YouTube, all that. And if you want to talk very quickly, because we're almost out of time, um, about your husband's book and your church, because we didn't even get into that.
6: Go ahead. Oh, yes. Well, we run a church online. It's called Real Love Church. We focus on love, sex, relationships, and money. You can follow me on Instagram at the real Glamazon Taomi, and we actually broadcast on Instagram Live and YouTube Live um, every Saturday at 11 a.m. Eastern. My YouTube channel is Glam Erotica 101. My blog site is glamerotica 101.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Glamazon Tayomi and Snapchat at Glamazon Tayomi. And honestly, if you just put Glamazon Tayomi or Tayomi Morgan in Google. You can find all this stuff. It was a pleasure having
2: you. Yes. Thank you so much for joining us. We're going to have you back. Please come back. We wish you the best of luck and good luck with your channel and the censorship and all that stuff. I didn't even know all that was going on.
6: Oh, yeah, um, it's a lot going on. Yes.
2: So let us know how you're doing. And like I said, we want to have you back so we can expand further because there's so many different avenues and things that you're doing. We only tapped into a small arena tonight. So um, we want to thank you. Thank you to Sonia Marquez, the author of the Kinky Chronicles, for joining us tonight, our special guest host. Listeners, thank you again for tuning in. And we'll be back same time, same place next week right here on the Girlfriend Network. Peace and love. Good
3: night.
6: Good night.
4: Pick up the phone, show me it was real. Pick up the phone, show me it was real. Pick up the phone, show me it was real. Pick up the phone. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to put no pressure on you. I just want to put a blessing on you. Since our last undressing session, I'm not really sure if you've been checking. I'm progressing. I just heard my songs are popping out in Macedonia and even Serbia. I don't mean to burden you. If you got a man since then, I understand. Last thing I want to do is get you jammed, especially if he's a fan. He probably never want to hear my shit again. And I need every single sound scan. But if you single and you down then I'm in your town fitting for another round. I was counting down the days. been more patience than a Browns fan. Where that chip at? Probably on your shoulder Cause I forgot
5: to hit back Left you on red Apologies are sad But often never meant What well, f*** I repent for well, message never sent now, now Hello stranger It's been a minute Since we like kids. By the way just got in time And I won't let you in this crowd all in the sky In my vibe, usually I don't do this often. But since recruiting isn't an option, due to unusual rain and thunder, baby, I wonder, baby, I wonder what just Put your sweats on, put your sweats on for me. I got the plug, I made the coffee for green I'm talking late night for you. Let me lay a break time on ya Don't hesitate, no, don't you Just say you will, will I all Hello, stranger. Babe's been waiting. And just as I recall, that like, I still amazing. I'm playing, baby. No, Sayin', saying, baby. You love it, but you know I'm crazy. So go ahead and pour a drink up. I'm so glad we got to link up. Oh, yeah. Get to taking that off. Taking that off of me. Yeah. I got the plug, I made the call for I'm talking late night for ya Let me lay a great time on ya Don't make me wait, no, don't you Mm -hmm. Just say you will, will, will Come through with ya Can I tell
4: us real? Yeah. In case my lack of reply had you catching them feelings. Know you've been on my mind like Kaepernick kneeling. A police killing. A Trump saying slick shoot. Manipulating pro white folks because they ignorant. Blind to the struggles of the ones that got the pigment. Lately I've been stressing because it seems so malignant. I need to feel your essence in my presence if you're with it. I guarantee you won't regret you. Did it. Just come, you come well. Come well. well.